am at the MCS suspension booth at PRI with so many people. There's like shocking. 40 of our friends. Are, it's very shocking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so many bad. people. That was bad. Hey. Uh, with like 40 of our friends uh, standing around us. And I'm with uh, Tom Gorman and uh, Andy Hollis and uh, Renee Hines. Hello. Uh, do you guys know anything Hello. about race cars or anything? Oh, I love race cars. Do you guys do any racing this year? Uh, a little bit of racing. Just a yeah. Bit. yeah. Even um, won a few things. I heard uh, yeah. I heard you guys had a little party last night. What was that about? We did. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. This, uh, this <laughs> year, instead of doing our World Challenge Banquet at the very end of the season at the track, yeah. they decided to do it just before PRI here so in, in the Indianapolis. So in it's been like... That day? Yeah, like yeah. you finish, okay. you go clean up, right. you try not to get too drunk on the podium champagne you just won, <laughs> yeah. and you go to the banquet. This cool. year it was, you get three months off, you get to come back and like re-celebrate yeah. with everybody at this nice banquet hall here in Indianapolis, okay. and I was cool. actually surprised how many people came. Was there it was, the majority of the field that was... It seemed like at least half of half of the field, which was enough to fill cool. that room, and it, it was yeah. enough to like have a fun atmosphere and right. see everybody again, but also not have like that day at the track fresh in your mind it's right. just you, you remember the season as a whole and how special everything right. that happened was rather than just like what was going just on that at that particular day. event so it was it was a really special night and we got uh we got our big trophy yeah did. what did you guys did. do <laughs> what did we do yeah what did you do all year like what happened we actually well, haven't talked to tom much this that's year. that's true yeah uh, i saw so tom we, like the entire year we, uh, we haven't talked that much continued our last year's program with the 2017 Civic SI into this season, yeah. and we won the TCA championship. Yeah, I can't remember Challenge. if we even talked much with you about the TCA setup this year. I know we did last year. Yeah, probably not. On the show. I mean, obviously, if you follow Tom on social media, you know what happened. But, yeah, uh, yeah you guys had a pretty good year. Um, we did. And, and what was different about this year was we were uh, underneath the uh, real-time racing tent. Yeah. So things I know from my perspective, um, quite different as far as you know, every every tool in there is perfectly shiny and yeah. in its place. Um, all the guys that are there that you're working with uh, know their stuff. Been doing this for years. Yep. I mean, they're the winningest team in all of World Challenge history. So are they it's, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's they, you know yeah it's, it's did, amazing. When did they start? Did they start when World Challenge started? Too? Uh, almost. I think it was '94. Yeah. And in fact, yeah. Peter Cunningham is one of the uh, is on the board of directors yeah. for uh, for the series and all like that. So um, I know from my perspective, it was it was a joy working with those people. I mean, we had one of their crew members that was assigned to us, basically to help on the cars um, but uh, for, the, for the most as far as our team organization was it was just us three you know running in Tomo racing but underneath their tent so we got to wear their gear and, and all that kind of stuff yeah my, my favorite part is on uh, so Friday Saturday of every race weekend is a gray shirt real-time shirt right. Sunday is a white shirt right so everyone's in the same uniform every day and okay. they all wear this bright white shirt every Sunday and everything is so clean and so perfectly right. like yeah, meticulously I, in place that yeah. never is there a speck on that those doesn't speak racing to me. I'm used to a dirty craftsman like plastic <laughs> right. toolbox, and well, it, all the tools like, are dirty. Like and I'm dirty. Everybody's here. You see all the uniforms even here at PRI. Yeah. they're almost all black. Right. right. Yeah. And yeah. so real time racing chose not to wear yeah. black, and but they keep their shop so clean. It's okay. Yep. Yeah. And the reason it works too is that it's on Sunday, which most of the hard work's been done the other days. So you don't if have you, to thrash you on wreck the car, the car yeah. prior to that and all kind of stuff. Yeah. Put it on so the trailer. Sunday, it, right. Exactly. We would never. Tear down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So so how did uh, how the car do this year? The car was freaking awesome. Uh, I actually just sent it back to California to HPD okay. um, so that they could have it for a commercial shoot. Hopefully, it'll be in a commercial. Oh, cool. Um, but it was really sad to see it go because yeah. I don't think I'll be racing it again. And 
I could take it to a grid life event. I could take it to SCCA time trial nationals on street tires. And every single time I yeah. got in that car, it was just a freaking blast. And you did do those things too. And we did, yeah. yeah so, yeah. so I'm, uh, I just had a blast driving the car all year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was always running at the front. It was perfectly reliable the entire time. It's actually pretty cool. We started with my this car as it was a, a one-off development build. Uh, thrashed in three weeks for Thunder Hill in 2016. Yeah, that was that was the original shell still. The original right? car. Yeah, yeah. So it went from from a, a quick build to Thunder Hill to here on display at PRI yep. after I hit Allenser Jr. To then it became a club race car for a half a season. It became my World Challenge car yeah. for a full year. Then it went on display a couple more times. Now it's a World Challenge car again for an entire season. And uh, in that time, it's gone from this single one-off car yeah. to. Now a full turnkey program that yeah. anybody can go buy, like just like an MX5 Cup car, you go buy a perfectly built, ready to run car, built in house at Honda. Yeah, that's uh, pretty special to have developed that. And all, and basically, all, the three of us. It seems like it's a pretty robust chassis uh, as far as maintenance and stuff like that goes. Like what? It, what? It, any? Any weak points? Any things you found with the chassis in the last couple of years? The only thing that we've had to beef up was the lear, uh, rear lower control arms. Yeah, I remember yeah. that was your dancing uh, yeah. at Laguna Seca or whatever, <laughs> yeah. where the car got real sideways. So those would kind of taco and like tow out and camber yeah. the car, uh, yeah. and it would not go in a straight line. Well, it's better that, than the old Hondas where the hubs would yeah. shear off and you well, crash on the road. Right, yeah, we don't have anything like that. To be fair, yeah. though, to be fair, some of the reason for that is the rear spring rates we were running were quite yeah, high, yeah. and it wasn't until we started running those higher spring rates that it's basically the arm became the spring. Yeah. So you're basically just flexing the metal um, okay. at that point. And I like um, curbs. Prior, prior to that, well, <laughs> yeah. and, and the, car was fa- the car was faster that way, so we did right. it. Um, otherwise, we'd have just gone back on spring rate. But yeah. the higher spring rates, definitely the car was better um, than but, that. But, you know, as Engine said, and trans-wise, though, like, that's impressive. Oh, I lied. Okay, we beefed up fourth gear. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We have a okay. hardened fourth gear that they knew they were going to need from the time they even okay. started the project. Yeah, that was that was so done. That part, that's part of the kit you get with cool. with yeah. the car. Cool. That was done from the get go, though. That was that was not like something that happened this year. But but the car just kept getting better and better, and the series kept trying to make it slower and slower right. because we were going faster and faster, and so we kept carrying. They kept adding ballast to the car. Yeah. yeah. So by the end of the, by the end, of, how much ballast did you take out? Three hundred. Three hundred fifty. Yeah. Three hundred fifty pounds. Scott we had to Giles take out. called it a linebacker. In right. The we trunk. had a linebacker in the trunk. Yeah. Um, we went ahead. That's so, that's a lot. Hey, yeah, yeah, there's, was, a, there's a shot of Tom, uh, yeah, using some curb. Yeah, my, <laughs> pretty pretty normal. My, uh, my favorite part about this car is in TCA. Um, it's the the entry level class in World Challenge, and it's the Civic SI, and the Volkswagen Golf is eligible uh, yeah. GTI, and then it's mostly MX5 Cup cars and Subaru BRZs, which are you know two seat sports cars, rear wheel drive. They're mm-hmm thought of as handling cars and then yeah, yeah. the brz and mx5 guys were coming up to us consistently through the year scratching their heads like how the hell do you how guys have that, that car, car? That like well. we literally have the fastest car in the corners right to the point that yeah. most of the time we had the slowest trap speeds and the slowest right. acceleration yep. rates to make up for the car being so good in the corners. yeah bop in a series like that with such a diversity of cars got to be tough uh, yeah, especially sure. when it's yeah, NA and forced induction and whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, your lap times were, you know, it, it was good racing to watch. Sure. Because uh, I watched, I think I watched all of them on the on the live stream, and it was fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, the series seemed to do a, a good job of making it look good on TV, which is probably a hard job. But Yep. Um, yeah, there's a couple races that were a lot of fun. The first race at Coda is actually we didn't win, but it yeah. was one of the really good battles of the year. Yeah, that was a good race. And then... I remember what job I was working on Really, watching that race. (laughs) I was doing a custom cabinet uh, or closet setup that day. Oh, awesome. (laughs) And then Utah race one, which we did win. Yeah. That was another really, really good one. They're all on YouTube now, so... Right. Anybody yeah. listening can go watch them. Um, yeah, so you you won uh, the season overall. What else? What hardware did you take home? 
Uh, just just one big trophy. Yeah, just they now? do a crew of the year award that's voted by everybody else. Yeah, which we did not win. That was last year. We won that in 2016. Okay, the first year. Okay. Yeah. okay. I think I think the perception that we were real time racing in a professional yeah. factory backed thing. You weren't towing probably it with a borrowed motorhome anymore. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't so. uh, have the love for us quite maybe that they had in 2016. <laughs> you when got we were the open pro, trailer. Man. You yeah. sold out town. But that I mean that just speaks <laughs> to how good Andy and Renee are that yeah. everyone thought they were real time because. These guys are just volunteer yeah. friends of mine that I met 11 years ago autocrossing, but they're good enough at what they're doing at the professional racetrack yeah. that they fit right in. They do a fantastic job. So what well, is uh, what is the future of Andy and Renee in uh, in pro racing? Are you guys going to do anything next year? Well, our plan from the get-go was to work ourselves out of a job okay. right. to help Tom get to a level that uh, he had a full team behind him, right. and we think we might have gotten there. Yeah, yeah. It it might take way. a little bit of time off. Well, I, I mean, yeah, that, we were just doing this as a volunteer for a friend kind of thing. Yeah. Um, not that they we're not perfectly capable of doing the job uh, better than a lot of teams that are out there that are getting paid <laughs> for it. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, it, it, we, we're not, neither of us is looking for a job yeah. <laughs> other than this job. Yeah, I can you tell. Know, which we do out of love and all like that. And so it's right. uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of a specific cir- circumstance. So mm-hmm. um, if it turns out Tom needs us again, we'll do it. Um, and if uh, if uh, if it doesn't, and he's got uh, real time pros or real pros, yeah, and necessarily real time, however, real full time pros, real yeah, full-time. real full time pros, yeah, then then fine. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. we're fine with that. Freudian slip well, there. Well, it's a good year. That's a good year. Yeah, uh, awesome. Congratulations for that. Thanks. We just had a former guest of the show stop by, yep. Kevin Bohm, um, and he had a good year too. And you guys just did something else last weekend. We more did race cars. Kevin. More race cars for long yeah, periods of time. So many race cars. Yeah, I mean, 25 hours worth of race cars, actually. Yeah, you did uh, <laughs> some time in a Civic the other day. That's uh, right. And you driven a Civic? A little bit. I think bit. they're the front-wheel drive right. ones, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lil? Yeah. So Kevin had a good year. He, uh, he campaigned at STU Civic with a Type R swap, which is the same sh- chassis as right. your TCA car, um, and with a new Type R swap in STU with SCCA. And uh, you did well at runoffs. I watched that race. That was, you did well. Yeah, I mean, really, we couldn't have done any better. <laughs> no, you, yeah, you won STU, and uh, the car looked good and stayed clean. Right. And yeah. yeah, we started on pole, uh, yeah. led every lap, and uh, probably had too big of a gap at the end. But it, uh, it, yeah. it the car looked really good. Though. I love the Larry in that it, car, the green car. Yeah, um, he's being a little modest. I got, I got the call. Was that it race. like thirty seconds or twenty seconds or something yeah, like that? It, it, it was, was forty-seven. It was forty-seven <laughs> seconds. <laughs> But it should be said, the closest but, competitor crashed himself out in turn one. That's right. So, yeah, right that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, so I got to call that race on on the TV broadcast, and that's right. What, I forgot you was, guys were broadcasting. What was, what was cool? Too. What was cool for me was watching. Yeah. So, so Kevin came to this racetrack never having driven Sonoma before right. at all. First session on the test day, or first qualifying. He didn't even run the test days. First qualifying session, he's a half a second off the leader. Okay, eh, not bad. <laughs> By the second one, you were how far in front? Wait, hang on. Weren't you simultaneously getting black flagged every other lap because of your sound at that point? Oh, yeah. I only, uh, only right. got a few laps in the yeah. first right. qualifying That's because right. my car was too loud. Right. Right. How Which tight is really the, odd with a turbo, but whatever. The sound restrictions, was that the entire event or just the yeah. practice or just uh, qualifying? Oh, oh, no. It was the, the whole, whole event. event. Okay. Yeah. And it, it was really strict because normally yeah. the, the sound meter is like 100 feet off the track. Mm-hmm. At Sonoma, it's on the Christmas tree right next to the track okay. on the drag yeah. strip. So we're talking... 
30 feet away from the car. Yeah. Right. So I, you got, I, I, w- I would be surprised if there was a single car that didn't show up and have to do something really? to be right. quieter. Right. And, and it's an odd situation there because it's actually not even run by the track. It's run by the county. Oh, okay. Uh, there's this big political thing, and I won't get into it. It's a long sorted story. But I actually watched this this little old lady come up and, and unpack her suitcase and plug into the thing. And, she, all. and she wasn't and an SCCA like, or no, track no, no, worker. No, 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 no. She's the gal from the yeah. Susie from Marin County or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, it, it was just kind of, I actually have wow. a picture on my phone of her. It was kind of fun watching this all go down and stuff. But, yeah, she's the gal who, who marks you down, and then they radio it in. Okay. You get to do something. But, anyway, unique situation. Black flag that green Civic. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> yep. So, by, by the second qualifying, I think we were on pole by by a half a second okay. at this point. Which, so, the car was – and you had done a bunch of – you've this is your second year with the car. Yeah. Um, how was the car reliability and stuff-wise this year? Pretty solid? Uh, yeah, this year uh, there was only one race that we didn't finish, and that was uh, because a, uh, a, a competitor decided to try and pass uh, off track and ran into yeah. us and broke a suspension. But Sometimes you got to be the brakes for somebody else. Right, yeah. so uh, that was that was the only unfortunate thing that happened all, the, all year. Okay. I mean, the, we basically changed the oil and, and checked the alignment between yeah. races, and, and the car just ran like a top. So, Pretty solid? Oh, yeah. Uh, how do you like that chassis versus uh, the car that you guys just drove at the 25-hour, the Type R? Um, well, how do they the, drive, like, you know, setup-wise? What do you have to do differently, anything? They're, they're a little different because the, the five-door, like, the chassis stiffness isn't quite as good as the coupe. Okay. Uh, but believe it or not, the, the actual components on the car are all the same. They share um, yeah, all yeah. those parts. Exactly. Okay. So the, so the um, we were even running almost the same dampers on the car. The only difference was internal valving. The actual external dimensions are even the okay. same. Um, okay. So there's very few differences between the cars. Uh, are they the, the same wheelbase? Uh, no, the Type R is quite a bit wider, but yeah. that, that kind of comes from... Uh, uh, some of the outboard portions of the suspension, so okay. uh, all those are still the OEM parts. So the the actual parts that we're upgrading to t- turn the car into a race car, are the same b- between it, a coupe, a, a four door, okay. the five door, or even the Type yeah. R suspension bits and stuff like that is right. you know, coilovers are similar. Huh? Exactly. Um, how uh, how do, how do those uh, the Type Rs this year differ versus the ones that you guys ran? Because you guys both ran last year, yeah. correct? At twenty five hour. These cars did and. I drove. Uh, I don't. Kevin and Andy were not there last okay. year. Right. But I knew the, you drove. I can remember yeah. you drove. So last year, the purpose was to showcase what basically the street car can do when you put it in a race environment. Okay. So they were stock. Other. We basically did a little bit of a track day prep on them. We did pads, fluid, yeah. tires. I think the wheels were a little bigger. Or yeah. They were downsized and wider to fit the tires we needed, and then they required safety equipment, and that's basically it. Yeah. So it's like if you went to bought. A car off a showroom and prepped it for a track. Yeah, that's put, what we a, put a cage in it and race it. Yeah, yeah I mean they, they still even had the active dampers in the car. Oh really? Uh, oh. They had, I heard those are actually really good though. They were yeah, good. They, like, they really are. Good. It was. I, I know. I, I drove the car uh, during some testing before Thunder Hill last year, and yeah. I was basically the part of why I was driving was they were concerned that they wouldn't be able to use them, and I drove it, and I was like. I don't know if we need to even develop anything. Yeah. <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It was yeah. eye opening. And, and if you haven't listened to Kevin's previous show with us, he's one of the development engineers off the new NSX, which is hailed to also not suck. So he's driven a few things. But, um, <laughs> but answering your question earlier about what else was new, so for this year we had a lot more power. Yeah. Uh, so Doug McMillan uh, got involved from Honda to okay. put a tune on the car. Um, and what was cool about the power. tune was it wasn't just more power, but it was also done in a way where the car could still be more efficient. Really? So we were getting 
better fuel mileage and no more way. power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, um, so that was that was a big that was a big uh, interesting. Help. Um, and uh, not too many other things. Some stuff in the fuel system and stuff. You know, w- was revamped. Um, but the big one is just getting more power. And we were running a different tire this year. Uh, okay. So we ran tire. on the uh, the BFG. Um, R1 this okay. year. Um, uh, we had something different on the car last year. And it was the E0. Uh, E0 class. Yeah. yeah. In, what in, was it last we, year? Yeah. E, E0. Okay, it was E0. Because it was, uh, it's based in ST3, so it's power to weight. Yep. So we did a lot of the stuff. Yeah, so last year was about showing the car can re- can be reliable on a racetrack yeah. for 25 hours. Yep. This year was let's go win. So it was we had a little bit of aero. We did the shocks. We did the right. better yeah. springs. Oh, that's we right. did yeah, the aero. Um, bigger brakes with way thicker pads. They're like these com- comedically thick, oh, yes. like so giant the, pads. The brakes, actually, that's a really good point. So the, the brake system, last year, that was the single biggest issue with yeah. getting through the race was changing, uh, brakes. Five was, tire, uh, changing pads like almost as fast as you were changing oh, really? tires. I mean, it was just constant, constant, constant. So the the uh, the calipers they have on there are like TCR-sized calipers. Real big. And there's a huge area in there. Um, and yeah, the pads are like super, super thick. And so we, uh, Pag had built some custom pads for us um, with their RSL1. Is that how you say that? Pag it? I always yeah, thought it was Pag it. Yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> um, but yeah, call them on the phone. You'll you'll hear. It. They cool. don't care yeah. as long as you buy. I'm, I'm and assuming spend, they a lot spend of money. They don't that. care. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so those from. guys did a great job. I mean, they they basically custom made the thickness of the pads. I mean, the the shape is the same, but right. they custom made the thickness to completely fill out that caliper. Um, we cha- We knew we had to change them once overnight. Yeah. But even when we changed them, we're like, there's almost half of this pad left. It's like a brand new old yeah. pad still. Huh? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it probably cool. had more material on it than an old brand new regular pad. About trying to run the whole race with it, but we're like, ah, I don't really want to. Yeah. You'd have been the last guy out with like this much pad left. Yeah, I've done that before. It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah, no, yeah, run yeah. on the backing plates is not very fun no. usually. No, it's no, bad no. for rotors too. Yeah, but that that was a hundred percent success. So those guys uh, really really solved that one well this cool. year. And in how we did, we finished instead of twenty first overall, we finished yeah. ninth overall. Yeah. We yep. finished instead of eighth in class, we got fourth in class. And yep. Uh, when you factor in uh, about 15 minutes spent off track fixing a broken lug stud, yeah. right. uh, which is you know Man, happens. Those Hondas just known for bad reliability. Yeah. Those lug <laughs> right. studs, and we uh, we got a self inflicted <laughs> penalty with a fuel spill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not a terrible thing to break a lug no, stud. Anybody know, can shear a lug stud off. Rather than but. like yeah something real mechanical. Right, yeah. so yeah. we we did the math and we spent about ten laps off the track and we lost by nine laps. Oh right. man! So we, we, yeah. In theory, we could endurance have won. racing is hard. It right, is very and hard. we weren't the fastest car, so we needed to be perfect and okay. and that was you know where close we to it. I mean, we yeah. we still that that's a great result for the team because yeah. these, oh, yeah. these guys they're this is kind of their only race it's for the year. Team so, Honda research, right? So uh, that for them to kind of come out, not really have a lot of practice up before right. kind of this big race, and then be that close to perfect is really and I, impressive. And I saw they, they pulled them out with some ridge lines, right? Like oh, yeah. This isn't yeah, a just, big stacker yeah. crew. Open trailers. No. You know, not Open trailers. It's pretty, it's pretty yeah. grassroots. Yeah, we had, we had some cool easy ups. Uh, Very yeah. cool. <laughs> so, yeah, they got these the, chairs they've that got the logistics down. They really do. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, so a word about what the team is. So these guys, they're all employees of Honda. Okay. Um, but it's a wide variety. I mean, we've got accountants. We've got marketing people. Mm-hmm. We've got design people. And they're not all just engineers. We've got a share of engineers. They're all from the West Coast, too. Um, for the most part, but we had some from Canada. Um, okay. Did we have any of the, e, the Marysville people there at all? I'm not sure, other than you. Yeah, I, I think I was the only person from Ohio that was. No, we had one crew guy come with me from uh, from Ohio. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then we we had Atlanta. one of the finance guys from Atlanta come. Right. I mean, just right. interesting. All, we had a guy from over. Japan come. Oh yeah, from like, oh, that's uh, right. the weeks from Spoon, Spoon Sports. Yep. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, cool. He even came out and. 
Man, he it was awesome to watch him change a tire. He was yes. pretty. He was on it. Really? He was, he, oh yeah, he's obviously done this before. Okay. Uh, so anyway, it's just kind of a cool mixed bag of people that are of, yeah. not just amateurs, but in some ways like hobbyists even. Yeah. You know that level uh, a mix of people and they're changing tires and dumping fuel and all this kind of stuff. And so yeah, the, the finance guys don't get paid to yes, work on cars. Yes, we maybe we messed up so. one pit stop, but we got ninety nine percent of them right. Cool. Which for those kind of folks is just an incredible result. So yeah. how many pit stops do you have to do like relative to the twenty five? Our race. We did 27, I believe, okay, so you get about was the an number. Hour yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, and every other one was fuel. And then, yeah. and that, that's um, per car, by the way, because yeah. right. we ran right. two yeah, cars. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the, the, pit the stops, crew is working on both cars right. at Constantly. once. So. Yeah, so every half an hour, a car was coming in. And we basically got them staggered early on yeah. um, just by managing pace and a couple laps different on, on what we did uh, for the first time. Yeah, you don't want to work on both at the same no, time. No, but unfortunately, that yeah. didn't really play out because the one car had a transmission issue. And so we had to. Pull it out and, and looks like you uh, swapped the trans it. fast. Uh, two hours, a uh, little actually under two hours. That seems really fast tra- in a yeah, modern car. Yeah, I mean, the motor actually came out with it and all. Really? And, and uh, yeah, wow. it was, it's just easier to do it that way. Holy you pull cow. the whole lump out. So it's not like an old D15 Honda EG. You it's, could. It's just that with those old cars, you could bench press the transmission so up much into more place. Going on, you yeah. can't do that with one of these. Yeah, yeah. this this powertrain's a little bit bigger in size and yep. then obviously way heavier, but which is a good thing for durability. But yeah. when you, when you need to change it. In 35 degree weather, on a, yeah. in a basically a parking lot, you, you basically it's way easier to pull it just out. Just yank and, the whole thing oh, real quick. Yeah. yeah. It, Plus, everybody was tired at that point. Was too. this the same drivetrain and everything from last year, or no? Uh, you mean like the literally the same ones? Parts, yeah. But no. Yeah. Okay. No. In fact, those motors were brand new on Monday before the events. Okay. I was going to uh, say they, they 60 hours put, of yeah. They put brand new motors That's in. All. Um, that were because it's the crate motor program, right? right. You know, type R crate motors. Anybody can go buy one, and so they they got two of those and put them in um, right before that, along with uh, fresh clutches. Okay. Um, and uh, the rest of I mean, the trans actually had been there for a while. Yeah. Um, then the new K twenty, pretty solid on track. Uh, oh yeah. Pretty yeah. dialed in. Oh yeah, it's uh, we we were especially with the the extra power we had this year. It was. It was way, way fun to drive, and yeah. and actually it was so easy to make power that we we had to have a little talk with uh, Doug at Honda and say, hey, can we turn it down a little bit in the mid throttle range? Right, yeah. Really? Uh, <laughs> at like thirty percent throttle, it came on like real you basically hard. had all the boost. And yeah. You, yeah. You kind went wherever you were pointed. Kind of like a boost VTEC sort of yeah. thing going well, on. Yeah. Like, nah, we That's need when to... the stars get blurry. At right. right? Yeah. yeah. We need to, have to back that down just a little bit. Everything turns all into the fastest, laser beams. You know? All the fastest cars in the race were radicals, little prototypes. Yeah. We're faster than they were in a straight line. Right. And really? one of my, one of my uh-huh. uh, well, my co-driver from this year, Kenton Cook, was driving yeah. one of the prototypes. And at, in the middle of the night, he and I were in the cars at the same time. And he would come up behind out of turn six, which is onto the longest back straight that has a couple of left-hand kinks. Yeah. And he couldn't. It's not that he wouldn't or wait. To. He couldn't, couldn't go by until right. turn nine, That's which is awesome. through right. a flat out kink and everything. He's like, dude, those things are fast. That's uh, that's impressively quick. Yep. I, I've been shocked just at HPDE and Time Attack level how quick they've been, like with just tires uh, at our yeah. events. Um, at really impressively quick cars uh, on yep. track, especially for like it's a modern car. They're not two thousand pounds anymore. They can't right. be. Right. Uh, it's an impressive car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have you ever had you ever driven Thunder Hill, Kevin? Yeah, I, uh, this was my third year okay. doing it. I, it's I believe. such a beautiful looking track. I've never been out there. Oh I, yeah, uh, I would like to go out there. Yeah. yeah, it's it's one of my favorite tracks to drive at night. Yeah. because they, uh, it's it's so flowing and goes up and down, and uh, they 
fortunately for the drivers, they put some reflectors on the edge of the road. So it's one of the, for me, it's one of the easier tracks to drive at night yeah, as well. Yeah, you've got some reference you, at you night. You can kind of see where you're going. They don't have light towers out in the track No, I mean, the track itself is dark. wicked dark, except yeah. for the yeah. front straight. They have the pit lane lit up. But other than that, you're in the dark. And there's, what, 40, 50 cars in that event? Uh, I think 47. So yeah, it's a yeah, pretty, number, pretty yep. full field for the size of the track. Right. right? This was so, a little like, small this year. They had yeah. about 65 and yeah, it, it seemed like uh, last year I remember it being a little bigger. Yeah. But yeah. The, uh, how, is it easier at night at that track? Is it easy to follow other people's lights, or are you? I, I mean, generally I think that's a, it's a bad idea to follow because uh, uh, yeah. you, you never know, know how, how, what they can see in front of them. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's. We didn't spend a lot of time following anything because we were, <laughs> we were okay. top ten fastest cars out of that's 50 true. cars. Yeah, it, right. Honestly, we would. If in we were in the car for maybe two hours, three hours at a time, we would get passed ten times in that really? two hours by, by the leaders. Only the prototypes, of, right? And by, everybody yeah. else, we were passing five, six, seven, ten right. cars a lap. Yeah. Yep. Yep. How many yep. laps did you complete in twenty-five hours? Six hundred and seventy-nine, or uh, something like or, that, or eighty, or something. Yeah, yeah I thought it was yeah. high six hundred. So another point to note is that these two guys, along with a uh, uh, third driver, Scott Nickel, all did triple stints overnight, three hours. Really? Yeah. It's a in long the, time in the, in the dark, car at night. In the dark. It was a great Yeah, it was, it was, you know, they, they were all exhausted when they got yeah. out. But it worked with our strategy really well uh, with the tires and how we were going to do it and all. Some um, people's eyes don't adapt well to racing at night. You guys don't have a problem with that? No. No? Yeah, I mean... I'd- I don't have the big issue. With Not in my young spry age yet. I guess. I <laughs> Tom, Tom we'll had see. quick. Tom had quick lap of the race in the middle of the night. Really? On yeah. three-hour-old tires. Uh, actually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Tells you the, yeah. the cars right. were easy on everything. Interesting. In the middle of the night. Yep. That's yeah, cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so in the middle of the night, Kevin happened to be in when I got up in the middle of the night to watch a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was watching. I was watching the in-car no live stream. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, watching it in the dark scared you. <laughs> yeah, I mean sometimes you just well you don't. I mean you you, you see a little bit, but yeah. you, sometimes you can go faster by not seeing stuff, right? Yeah. You just <laughs> well we do have what, what I can't see can't hurt me, right? right? Right. We have what were described as the most obnoxious headlights on the track, really, by all the other cars. Yeah. What what was obnoxious about them? They're really bright and they were OEM really headlights. They, they, no, they no. we had some uh, some driving lights that. Okay. They were really good. I, I've, they, they were the best lights that I've driven at night okay. with. I mean, yeah. I, I'm joking that we can't see, but we actually, you can see for, for a well. night race, we could see really well yeah. in our car. Yeah. Yeah. And they're uh, aimed out, so you get more than just you know, yeah, see through Seeing the, turn. the peripheral of the track right. seems to make as much difference yeah. as seeing ahead of you. Well, not just that, but when you're in a turn, you yep. need to see through the turn, not just the little bit yeah. that's right in front it, of it's you. It's not the highway. Right. Um, but I, I was talking to one of the photographers, and he's like, you guys have no clue what you're almost hitting all night because <laughs> there's debris off track, there's right. dirt. There's a splitter sitting outside turn nine. There's blah, blah, blah. He's like, but oh, yeah, as that, soon as everything comes up and you see the morning, it's just like a <laughs> debris field, the track. Yeah, that, that was one of my favorite things because I drove again in the morning after the sun came up. And I I literally was making those comments as I was right. driving. There was yep. a bumper over here. There's tire tracks that go off in the grass and over a hill, and you don't know if the car is still there or not. <laughs> where, where, <laughs> weren't there animal parts or something? Oh, there was. There was People caught the, deers the, and stuff? The, the yeah, blood, not, blood mark from a deer that got hit on on oh, the track man. i mean you, you know that splatter that you see yeah. on the highway on there was highway one of those the on the track oh. that was the flying lizard r8 it, i think it? it was a groundhog though okay, okay. It, it was something it was it was a bloody mess it on was the track. something that's yeah. for right sure. not anymore not anymore <laughs> that's too bad yeah, yeah. the uh it's an interesting race yeah and it's kind of 
you know, one of the, it's one of the, it's the longest grassroots, like, style enduro oh, totally, race, I totally. think. Yep. Besides, like, the one long like, jump car race. Yeah, they do, like, 36 I think jump, Yeah, Chump did yeah. a 36 once or twice. but That's just dumb. I can't <laughs> imagine doing a 36. They had, like, 100 cars in that one a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was the attrition rate? In uh, in the race, boy, I don't know what the final number. I only was. saw a couple of car Facebook posts of a couple of cars that went out. Yeah, but. I would I would guess no more than ten cars didn't finish. So it was a pretty full field at well, the end. Usually, so. what happens is when people have a problem, they go back in the paddock and they fix it they and they come back out. And, and yeah. you know, maybe they're even an hour or two down, but whatever, yeah. they go back out. And the whole idea of being to finish the race, yep. running. Um, I mean, the team right across from us packed on early. They were they were welding on the car, so I'm like, and that then they stopped welding and called yeah. it quits, but. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see too many cars, um, you know, uh, DNF on it at yeah, all. And the weather looked pretty pretty good. Wasn't yeah, prepared. not for the central Texan here, but <laughs> cold. Yeah, I mean, it was still it, it cold. Was cold, but it beats it, the it alternative. Didn't snow, which yeah. was great. Right. right. What was the warmest temperature of the race? Fifty-five. So it was pretty. Did it get that warm? It was pretty I think chilly. in the middle of the. I think. Well, I think that was not during the race. I think it was during the middle of the day before the race or oh, something okay. like that. Yeah. 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 I know it was cold at night. Let me yeah. tell you oh, that. Yeah, it was in the 30s. <laughs> 30s, it was in 30s feels really cold when you're yeah. like waiting for a car to yeah. come in and your yeah. anxiety is high and you don't have much physical movement happening. To yeah. put a cold helmet on, that's yeah, one of my least was, favorite oh my things to do. Especially if it's wet earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or like sweaty, your cold helmet. sweaty, cold underwear. Uh, no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> Too no much next. information. Sorry, <laughs> I, think, I think we're about almost a half an hour in. You guys Sweet. probably have things to do. Oh, what, yeah. uh, uh, what can you guys tell us about what you're doing next year? Anything? Are you still racing the Type R Swap Civic, Kevin? Yeah, I'll I'll be okay. in that car uh, uh, in SCCA running STU again. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna try to do a couple more things to it this year to see if we can get some more speed out of it. Yeah, uh, just keep tweaking on it, and uh, we might might play around uh, at some other events as okay. well. We're not exactly sure which ones those are gonna cool. be, but glad that car will be back out. I oh. love the livery on that car. It, it's it's subtle and really cool. Well, it, it looks OEM green. That that not. might be one of the changes for next year. We might well, be might be well, doing if, something. If you change it, different. I'll uh, maybe I'll love it less or more. I'm not sure. Yeah, but it's it, a good looking car. Either way, it's going to stand cool. out. I'll tell you that. Cool. Uh, can you guys, can, can you talk about it at all or no? Uh, I don't. It depends on when this comes out as to what I'll know then. But okay. uh, at this point, I'll I expect to be in TCR. Okay. Um, with Honda. Cool. Very cool. So that's about. Uh, this won't be out it's tomorrow. About as much as I know. No, I know, but that's as much as I know right or now. Or maybe it will. Maybe so, I won't do uh, any more shows. Yeah. <laughs> as of what? What is today? As Tom's going to go racing December sixth, this yeah. Thursday. I know I'll be racing a TCR Honda. Yeah, Tom's going to go racing that's again. All Andy, I know. are you going to defend one of your million solo national titles? Or? Uh, I'll be I mean, I'll be a solo nationals yeah. again for sure. I always go back, you know, for that. Um, and I'll. It uh, looks like I'm going to be on the announced team again for the runoffs. Oh, cool. Uh, I'll be out for one lap of America again, yep. uh, most likely in a British supercar again. Yeah. Um, I'm not well, sure which one, one of those, or what color it'll one be. Of those or, if you decisions. It, or, or if I even own it yet. Yeah. We're, we're shopping again. Yeah, Andy uh, makes weird impulse decisions like, ah, the CRX is broken, buy a GTR, and then sell it afterwards. Right. And then <laughs> buying a McLaren when that doesn't work. And yeah. then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but. Uh, uh, and I'll be out at a bunch of track day stuff cool. and all. I mean, that's usually what I do, you know, all summer long. And so we'll see if it ends up, you know, hooking up with Tom again or not. We yeah. Just don't know. But you're doing car stuff. Oh, yeah, always, always. And, and, and building a really cool new house that has a big shop. Yes, it looks very and that's, cool. Ren- that's was, part of the car stuff. We'll hand Renee a mic again. Renee, Renee graciously handed hers off. Renee, what are, are we going to see you at Good Life events again? I'll be at all the Good Life yes. events. I love that. Uh, Renee helped us a lot this year in grid and instructing and other things. Um, are you going to be doing any uh, autocross in your wild autocross CRX? Um, 
We have a few planned, but yeah. as it turns out, we don't have a lot of good sites in our area right now. So Yeah, that's true. You lost um, the, the one really good site. Yeah, mostly we'll be traveling to uh, national champ tours and pros and, to and drive. And yeah. where are you going this afternoon? Uh, this afternoon I'm going back to load a race car and then head <laughs> to Barber yeah. Motorsports Park for the weekend. <laughs> Yeah, uh, to do an You're endurance old. race. So, yeah, Tom. Tom, Tom like showed up with a weird uh, ITA style Civic. Right. Tom has multiple cars that we like to take yep. and play with. <laughs> they they all seem to show up at our events too. It's fun to see them. Yep. So, but yeah, I uh, appreciate you guys sitting down on the show. Cool. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Thanks for having. Thanks, Joe.